stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Welcome back. Much more still to get to on the program here this afternoon, including your calls, 403-974-8255. We'll have further updates coming up as well on the situation in Fort McMurray and an update on the flooding there. Uh, the RCMP in Nova Scotia also providing an update on their investigation uh, into the uh, mass shootings in that province. And as I mentioned, coming up at 3.30 this afternoon, we'll have for you live uh, the latest COVID-19 update, Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health, uh, Dr. Dina Hinshaw. Uh, so much more still to get here this afternoon. Uh, something the Prime Minister touched on in his remarks this morning, we'll talk about now. Uh, as the Prime Minister said, you know, there's, there's no room for hatred of any form in Canada. Uh, unfortunately, though, we still do see it, and even seeing it through this pandemic, which, you know, for the most part, we're seeing the positive side of society. You know, people looking out for one another, being there for one another. But we can't ignore the other side as well. Uh, specifically, when it comes to anti-Semitism, uh, the latest uh, audit from B'nai B'rith Canada shows we've still got some, some issues to address here in Canada. Uh, They're looking at the uh, number of uh, anti-Semitic incidents in 2019 works out to more than six per day, which is a pretty striking number. Uh, Much more at uh, B'nebrith.ca. But joining us uh, to talk more about all of this, uh, very pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon, Michael Mostyn, who is uh, CEO of B'nebrith Canada. Michael, thanks so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much, Rob. Uh, your thoughts, first of all, on the, uh, the the Prime Minister's comments this morning. I know we talked about the, this audit, and what did you make of what he had to say? Well, I, I thought it was very important for the Prime Minister to address this. Um, obviously, um, he doesn't distinguish between uh, color and various identifiable um, uh, means. So the Jewish community has been targeted by racism during COVID-19. Uh, Asian Canadians have been targeted by COVID-19, conspiracy theories, and others have as well. So I thought it was important that the Prime Minister address this, um, because at the end of the day, we're fighting a virus, and um, humanity is supposed to be standing together uh, in times of needs, taking care of our most vulnerable and not uh, picking on um, uh, different areas of society. Yeah. So it was good to address it um, because, you know, it's out there. Hate's out there. Um, and uh, and unfortunately, in moments of crisis, um, we see sometimes it, it becomes a little bit explosive. Right. And, and even through a situation like this, as mentioned, I mean, you know, we talked yesterday about some of the conspiracy theories that are out there. And, you know, maybe this is another one that, that deserves attention where um, maybe it's, it is sadly predictable at some level. But the idea that, that uh, Israel or, or the Jews are responsible for the pandemic, you, you see that stuff out there. It's it's really disheartening. Uh, it, it is. And um, and unfortunately, uh, B'nai B'rith, um, well, fortunately, B'nai B'rith runs an anti-hate hotline. So we, we receive calls um, and online um uh, notification constantly. And since March 2019, we've been receiving near daily reports of anti-Semitic harassment uh, to Canadians based on COVID-19 mm-hmm. related anti-Semitic posts. And um, there's a number of things. It's, it's, and it, like you mentioned, it's the state of Israel. Um, uh, those that state that it was the state of Israel that actually created this virus as a way to infect the planet on behalf of the domestic pharmaceutical industry, uh, that uh, Israel is deliberately spreading the virus amongst Palestinians, uh, that uh, France's Minister of Health, who happens to be Jewish, introduced COVID-19 to maximize 
profits of uh, French pharmaceutical companies. So there's any number of these uh, wild um, conspiracy theories, uh, including going back to more uh, medieval comparisons of, of Jews to disease-spreading rats. We've seen that spreading online. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's just something to inoculate and, um, you know, and, uh, and stay strong against. And, and I guess, you know, we shouldn't get complacent in Canada or think that we're immune from this. I mean, we think of Canada as, as a tolerant country and that these are problems that exist elsewhere. But clearly what this latest report shows, and it's been showing it for a few years now, is that we, we definitely do have a problem in Canada, don't we? Uh, well, we, we, we do. Um, and as you mentioned, we recorded 2,207 incidents of anti-Semitism last year. That's both at the criminal and uh, the non-criminal threshold. Um, that's an 8% increase uh, over recorded anti-Semitic incidents compared to 2018. Uh, it's the second year in a row that we've hit this 2,000 uh, plateau and that we've exceeded that 2,000 uh, plateau. Um, and, uh, and it's been showing, uh, we've been seeing a trend now for, for a number of years. Uh, showing that this is an elevated uh, level. Uh, we are concerned that this is a new normal um, to, to target Jews in this country. Um, and uh, for, for a population that's really a relatively small proportion of the population, um, the fact that uh, the, the numbers are, are this high, even in real numbers, um, and even based on uh, police statistics in various cities across the country, it is disturbing and it is something uh, that we need to do something about, which is why we developed an eight-point plan a few years ago. Um, the government has been moving on certain issues, such as online hate issues. There's a parliamentary committee um, before COVID-19 uh, changed the world that was looking into online hate issues, which targets so many different Canadians of, of various backgrounds. But we've been calling for a national action plan uh, to combat anti-Semitism. The European Union, the Americans, have appointed um, a, an anti-Semitism czar uh, because of their concern of the growth of anti-Semitism. And, and we've been pushing and we've been calling on the government again uh, this year uh, at our audit launch that we think it's time uh, that Canada also start taking this stuff seriously. Right. And, you know, what's disturbing, too, it's not just that the overall numbers are up here, but, you know, the more serious examples of this vandalism or even acts of violence, are are we seeing more of that? Um, We're seeing, you know, the the numbers in violence, thankfully, in Canada uh, always remain relatively low. They they Mm. go up and down, you know, based on the year. But we we are seeing some on the violent side uh, that are uh, more serious than we have in the past. Um, uh, you know, for example, um, we saw in Quebec uh, an instance of a uh, Hasidic child who was religiously observant, you know, visibly, um, was sprayed with tar by construction workers in Outremont. Um, another child, visibly Jewish, was rammed with a car while uh, traveling across a crosswalk. And um, another individual in Quebec was, was mugged and robbed of his uh, religious articles uh, in the city of, of, of Montreal. It was taking place in, in Toronto as well, um, some, some other serious incidents. And, and, of course, there's vandalism. There's been a growth online. It's just the way that we live. Um, during COVID-19, when people are supposed to be indoors, um, you know, we, we expect this to grow uh, even further, this online trend of, of online harassment. Um, but, um, you know, in its own way, all of these various manifestations of anti-Semitism are, are very serious and leave a lasting impact on its victims. 
Uh, and as you say, I mean, fortunately, we've we've avoided some of the very serious levels of violence that, that we've seen in other countries. But, um, you know, we've seen some horrific attacks in, in recent years in, in the U.S. Uh, and, and in other countries as well. I mean, it's 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 right. It's a scary indication of what this kind of hatred can can escalate to and, and why we can't be complacent here. Right. Absolutely. And, 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 and violence never comes from nothing. Um, people need to be educated into uh, hatred. And, uh, and these conspiracy theories um, are, are a, um, a very clever way to, to trick those that are uneducated into, into hate. Um, there's been studies coming out that um, less and less millennials know, uh, can, can name how many victims, Jewish victims died in the Holocaust, uh, or can even name one concentration camp. So it's not surprising when people know and are taught so little of our history um, that they're able to be uh, confused and, and buy into conspiracy theories to blame others uh, for problems that are sometimes of their own making. Yeah. So as you say, I mean, there are steps governments can take and, and maybe you, you touched on one of them there, right? Ensuring that, you know, there's an education component um, so that we're not forgetting the lessons of the past, that that's got to be part of it. But um, there, there's a broader strategy that you've laid out. I mean, are, how far behind are we then, as you say, compared to other countries that are starting to do this? Um, well, uh, so, so like I said, you know, we're making progress in certain areas. Um, we've been calling um, for years about instituting dedicated hate crime units in every major can uh, city in Canada um, and providing enhanced training for hate crimes officers. Uh, I presented this um, uh, a while back to the, um, the Association of Chiefs of Police. It was very well received. We've been presenting this to various levels of government. But we're also calling for um, attorneys generals to publish their guidelines for sections 318, 319 of the criminal code. That's the, the hate speech provisions, because it's very difficult for groups such as B'nai B'rith and our League for Human Rights and, and others in this space to know sometimes what is and what is not uh, hate speech. Uh, and without publishing those guidelines, it's hard for us to know what the authorities feel crosses the line so that, it, you know, we don't have to waste our time pushing issues that they may consider below the criminal threshold. Um, we've been calling on anti-slap legislation. Um, there are these things called strategic lawsuits against public participation, where um, individuals and groups uh, sometimes try to uh, persuade groups from engaging in, in issues of public interest by putting out frivolous uh, libel lawsuits. And we, we consider that a very serious issue. And like I mentioned before, we believe it's time to adopt a national action plan for anti-Semitism. Um, this is something other countries have done, France. Norway, um, and, um, and we believe very much that it's time uh, to, to make sure that we have Holocaust, other anti-bias education standardized uh, across schools in Canada, that we can understand our history, know where we're going, um, and, um, and to build up a really strong and safe civil society where we respect one another as, as human beings and, and just encourage our youth from day one to treat others with respect. You can disagree with others, but make those disagreements not ad hominem, not, not a personal attack, and, um, and don't buy into nonsense conspiracy theories because it just leads to a very dark pathway. Yeah, indeed. Uh, much more at benebreath.ca. Michael, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Thanks, Rob. All right. All the best. Take care. Uh, Michael Mostyn is CEO of B'nai B'rith Canada, B'nai Our number here, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.